going on, guys? This is Daniel Hooper with the FNX Podcast. Welcome to our fourth podcast. We have James Lewis, CrossFit Games competitor. He made it with the Affiliate Cup, with man-made CrossFit this year. The story of how he made it was both insane and awesome. Uh, both uh, kind of get to experience the highs, the lows, all of the, the good stuff in between. Such a cool experience and just great to sit down, chat with him, go over really what it means to be a competitor, what it means for him. Um, and his his whole experience of ramping up and making it to the CrossFit Games, which uh, I think we can all relate to in a number of different ways. Uh, sometimes the greatest things that we get in our lives and some of the greatest achievements that we get to experience happen in a bit of a blur. And James definitely got to deal with that. Before we jump into the podcast, though, I definitely want to ask you to go and rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts and give us you know, give us whatever rating that, that really fits for you. But for our first 100 rates and reviews that we get, no matter the platform, all you have to do, rate, review, and then get entered in to win a $300 bundle of FNX products at your choosing. Thanks, guys. Let's get started. Um, it's exciting stuff. Chris, how are you feeling today, man? A little tired. A little tired. A little yep. tired. Yep. But uh, but it's it's Thursday, so I feel like I don't know. I've, it's it's been a it's been a week, so I feel like it's a it's to be expected that Thursday is a little, little tired. Yes. You know, one hundred percent. It has absolutely been a week, and it's also going to be a weekend, man. Yeah, it is going to be a weekend. We we got, you know, the one thing that is uh that comes with being like a quote unquote startup, is you just don't you don't get a lot of days off. Um, it's all intensity. It's all go all the time. And so we have an elite training camp this weekend. I'm really excited about, um, you're coming. Yes. You're going to, you're going to rage it up. I'm going to be there. Yep. You're going to have fun. Um, I'm going to be there. Nice. Um, I'm not going to have fun. Um, I'm going to be grouchy. I think I'm going to be mean to everybody. Just be a grump the whole time. Yeah. Like I want to try, I've been like trying out like different things. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I want to try being like a, a spiteful, hateful, angry person. Okay. Um, I've I, warned people here today. I was kind of grumpy, and mm. I was. It's it's really easy to be that way to Payson, and he'll be. Oh, yeah, there. Payson deserves it though. Yeah. So that guy, that guy be deserves fine. it. He's like, if a punching bag was a person, like yeah. I'd be like, yep, that's him. And, he, and like, it's his job to take it. Yeah. He just yeah. takes it. Well, that's. I mean, when we interviewed him to start, yeah, that was the conversation. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Do you like when your feelings get hurt? And he was like, a little bit. Yeah. Like, cool. Good. Let's begin with you. Yeah. Um, hey, so guys, I am I'm gonna do my best to not actually be paying attention to the live video. Um, I have it on my phone right here, but it is so good uh to have you guys on here. If you have questions, by all means you know the drill. Uh just hop on. So we're gonna be recording this both for our podcast. Uh, that'll go up on Apple, Spotify, and all those other cool places. It'll go up on YouTube, as long as YouTube uh, allows us to. <laughs> as long as we don't get flagged again. As long as we don't get flagged again. We got flagged because Chris was swearing a lot. <sighs> um, no. I wish that was the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got flagged. We got flagged by by the uh, by the YouTube police because yeah. we shared a video from the Olympics. Yeah, IOC came after us. Yeah, International Olympic Committee. That's the one. Yeah, the, yeah. the Olympics. Yeah. We made we made the Olympics angry, um, <laughs> just by being encouraging, which yeah. says a lot. Um, but um, yeah, so we're we're going to be available on a number of different platforms, but we're going to be taking live questions from our ambassador support group yep. on the FNX ambassador page. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, so guys, uh, I see I see George, our OG guest, is on here saying what's up. Uh, hey, Jonathan saying what's up. 
Devin saying, what's up, what's up, guys? Um, by all means, kick in and ask questions. We're going to have an awesome guest today. It is a legendary man, uh, a, a beautiful spirit, none other than James Lewis, um, is who we're going to have on with us today. James, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm really, really good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so good. It is, it is Thursday. Yeah. Um, I get to see your face in person tomorrow. I right, know. you're you're coming week, to the late training camp, right? No, yeah, I am. It's gonna um, be a lot of fun. It's gonna be good to get back out, back out there again. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna have fun. We're gonna throw down a little bit. We're gonna lift some heavy stuff. Probably, you know, chest bump. At least one chest bump. I'd like to share with you, if that's all right. Yeah, we can have a daily chest bump. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, one a day. Oh, one a day. Yeah. What? Look at that. Now, now, did we just become best friends? Um, James, <laughs> I want to dive right in. You are you made it to the CrossFit Games as a as an affiliate, uh, man-made CrossFit, the 2021 Noble CrossFit Games. I want to dive in kind of we're going to start out really with some simple stuff. We're going to get to know you. Uh, we're going to get to know your fitness background, how you got into CrossFit, all that stuff. And then we are going to spend a lot of time. I definitely want to spend a lot of time in your track to the games because for all you guys out there, this story is is not normal uh this isn't the common you know like hey this we formed a team and it was like captain america and and we all you know together as one save the planet it's it's way more crazy and it's way more eventful than that um so with that james first question i have for you because you do have that awesome accent where are you from him yeah. uh i'm from wales in the uk a little small city called swansea probably like maybe the smaller than the size of houston <laughs> So, I mean, super small, get to walk everywhere, ride my bike everywhere, ride on the seaside. So I'm used to like the beach and the sea. So Houston's a, a little bit different for that. That's for sure. So Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I would say so. So when did you move to the States? Uh, I moved to the U.S. just over two years ago now. So two years last month. What a, I got here. Yeah. So love it. Love it. Seven, two years. Why'd you move here? Uh, different, completely different change of lifestyle. Yeah, bit, I'd say so. You know, branch out, different opportunities came up. Thought, why not? So what, someone's was it, make the move. And was it like a day, like day job based? Was it like based on like, hey, I got an opportunity for work? Was it like, hey, like some changes in my well, life my, came up and yeah. I was ready for a fresh start? My my wife's actually from from Houston, so oh okay. We met well, we met in the UK originally. Uh, she was on like a study abroad kind of thing in Swansea. And then we kind of like bounced back and forth for a couple of, probably just a little over a year now, I thought. And I guess we were, play, we were both paying more in plane tickets coming yeah. each way than what it would have cost to move one way. So we were like, hey, she wanted to move there. I was like, ah, you know, I guess I can kind of get down for change of lifestyle a little bit. I was like, I'll make the move this way and yes it's probably one of the best decisions we made so far yeah man i mean she's she's still your wife right she's still my wife yeah hey hey that's all right that's the win right there baby that's the win you You know let's let's uh let's not forget to count our blessings when you got a wife they're kind of great i like having mine mine's she's cool she's a keeper she like she lets me stay around so i'm a fan um all right so so we're going back swansea swansea Swansea, yeah. Swansea? Like swan with a Z? Yeah. 
Swan with an with, with, with EA on the end. <laughs> oh, I don't even Okay. The Welsh language is... Yeah, that's that Welsh language there. So I'm just going to call it... I'm going to call it... I'm going to call it Swanville. And... So, so you said small, small area. Uh, what was your athletic background growing up? I mean, yeah. what'd you do? Uh, as a as a kid, I guess I pl I played all sports. I was the kid that wanted to do a bit of everything and was wanting to be active no matter what it was, whether it was playing rugby, football, golf, tennis. That was just me. I needed to be active, needed to be playing sport all the time. But I guess my main sport I took to from a young age and through up. When I tell I finished playing sport was rugby. Rugby is my main sport. Yeah, love Big that. rugby guy. <laughs> what position do you play in rugby? Are there positions in rugby? I don't know a lot about uh, rugby. It's called. There are yeah. So it's called like the fly half. So I I always kind of say like, you kind of like the quarterback of rugby. He's kind of the guy that like makes all the decisions, makes the play call in, does you know yeah. a lot of the stuff runs to that kind of player. So. That's how I like to describe my my position to people that have no idea. Is I was the quarterback of, of rugby. Okay, so so a little bit of a leader then. Yeah, kind of. Like guys kind of like would look towards me for what kind of like structure we're gonna run, kind of moves we're gonna play, and how the game's going. I was did all the kicking and stuff as well, so I would rack up some points that way. And yeah, quite a lot of quite a lot of pressure for, through. Uh, through that position so i was kind of used to dealing with with the pressure so and you like pressure i don't mind it i mean it's got its ups and downs i guess i've lost i've lost games and i won games so <laughs> i mean yeah that, i mean yeah, hey, you ain't wrong there it comes to, yeah i, I mean uh, i just yeah, i i always find it interesting like sometimes uh, okay a little bit of soapbox because you know uh, I'm, I'm gonna soapbox a little bit but it's so funny to me sometimes people are like i love pressure and like sometimes you can almost hear it in their voice, where it's like, "No, you don't. You don't like pressure." It's yeah, like, right. Like, oh, I want all the pressure on me. And it's like, what? Is that why you're in the corner crying right now, or in the corner like puking before the game? Like, mm, maybe pressure isn't for you then. Um, yeah. You know, pressure makes diamonds, and you ain't a diamond. Um, so I like. I, yeah. I love that though. I love the the you know where it's just like, hey man, yeah, this, this position I played, it was definitely more of a high pressure, higher stakes for you. It sounds like. Um and and how long how long did you play? Did you say it sounds like you played kind of in like, uh, closer to adulthood? I mean, I started playing when I was, want to say like, maybe like ten. Okay. So I, I I played that sport when I was playing like all other sports, and then I guess it comes to that age when you're a kid and you got to pick one sport, you know, because you can't play like five sports when you're like fifteen, sixteen. So uh, that was the count. I mean, I, I've still played games. I've still played games of rugby, like up until last year, kind of like for like a club team here in Houston and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. it's a sport I'm still playing, but like it's not nowhere near in the same kind of volume as I was before. All this okay. I didn't know you were still playing it. Yeah, came on the scene. Yeah. So how did you get into CrossFit? Uh, it's one of those things. I was like in my off season of playing rugby and was kind of like just wanted to go find do something else. Just stay fit and active and i was kind of getting bored of just like the global gym going in like chest and tries and back and buys kind of thing did that for for about a year and i was like yeah you know i need something different and i was before starting crossfit i was always the guy that slated crossfit i was like ah you know you're doing that and it's um, all that rubbish and 
But one day I was like, you know what, I'll give it a go. I'll try and I'll see what happens. And well, I mean, I did it and didn't look back. Next thing you know, yeah. like a month later, I was doing my first comp. And next thing and then it's like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to quit rugby now and do CrossFit. So <laughs> that's kind of where that went from there. And, and so how long ago was that? I think it was like six years ago now. I popped up today, actually. I did my first competition six years ago today. So, James, yeah, so were you were you actually uh, were you planning on, I mean, trying to play professional uh, when it came to rugby? Yeah, I mean, I, I played throughout uh, like kind of regional setup. So, went through the academy kind of that way, and then when I was so I was in the pipeline on the pathway to go into that professional route, and then I guess like when the time came, it was kind of the same time that the whole like I was getting into CrossFit so then I had to make that decision I was like do I stick in rugby and go pro or do I kind of venture off and do something else and I was kind of at the end of like I was, I was like burning my wick a little bit with rugby I was kind of just doing it because I'd always done it and mm. like everyone kind of saw me as like you're, you're you play rugby and there's nothing else you can do kind of stuff so I was like I was getting bored of just that's it. I never get bored of getting of getting beat up because I guess that's part of the game. And there's a certain <laughs> aspect of me which measures it to this day, just like kind of that little physical aspect. And just finish playing, and you get home, and it's like, oh well, uh, my body's trash today. But I kind of missed that a little bit. But yeah. like, yeah. But when I was doing it every week, it was like you know what? I'm kind of kind of over it at this point. So. That's when I kind of like made that transition and switch out of the sport into another venture CrossFit. So I got a Facebook question. Um, was there a, was there a first like CrossFit workout that got you hooked to it? Ooh. Ooh, um, first workout. I mean, I remember my first ever workout almost had me thrown up, but <laughs> yes. it was something like, I think I had like burpees, wall balls, and kettlebell swings. And like, I'd never done like in that kind of like volume and intensity before. Like, we'd done circuit training, like out through rugby, where you move from station to station, up and down the field and whatnot. So, but like just going straight from like wall balls into burpees. And then I remember getting back off the floor, like, I need to stop. Like, I'm, a th I'm about to throw up sometime. I'm like, I thought I was a fit guy before. And I did that. And I did that. And I was like, whoa, I am not what i thought i was <laughs> but i guess i mean that that kind of like aspect of just a little bit of hurt like i enjoyed the fact that i wasn't good at it because mm. like i spent so much time playing rugby to to be the best in what i in, in the sport and in my position and like you know in teams in the area that i went into this new venture crossfit and i was far from it i can i kind of a little bit of like not being the best was fuel for me because i don't like i don't i don't like the struggle you know what i mean i don't like when i'm not the best out there and even to this day i'm not the, i'm far far from the best but like you know when like because you go from being one of the best guys in your bar to in the region and stuff like that yeah. 
to stepping out on the games floor and next thing like you're a super small fish in the big pool end kind of thing so yep but well, yeah, i mean it, that, but it gives you it gives you carrots right yeah. it gives you carrots to chase you you know you 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 kind of yeah, you get that 100%. first comp and then you start looking around you're like hey man i've been in this for only a few weeks and i'm already like yeah. you know not the worst person here and then it's like okay now all of a sudden you start winning those type of local comps and then you're like all right if i can win a local one certainly i can win one that's like a little bit bigger and then it's like a little bit bigger and then all of a sudden you're like man like i'm not that far away yeah and you know and that itch gets scratched i i do think it's funny um you know kind of the parallel of even like you know where where i i relate to it's like i remember the first time i did a crossfit workout adrian had me do fran with him um Oh, and wow. yeah, yeah i mean it's a great one to start right there <laughs> when i didn't know how to do a pull-up like that right like i know what i was doing so i'm like and then like the thrusters it's like i i know that bar did not touch my chest you know like i know it was like when it was coming down like i was just holding here the whole time it like took me like eight minutes or yeah. nine minutes something like that like it took a long time i don't even know if i had the full weight um and i just remember like having a fran cough and wanting wanting to cry oh, dude, that's the worst it is the worst yeah but i remember Lungs i bleed yeah and you're just like what what am i why do i do and then i remember looking up at adrian and being like i freaking love this and he's like i told you i told you and, and it is hurt, right so yeah this is a different hurt yeah it's a good hurt and it's also like but it, it does tap into that i think like for for people who who have played those you know physically uh destructive sports right uh, like I, I grew up on football, you grew up on rugby, and it's like those types of sports that it can scratch that itch of that euphoria you have like after after a long week of practice, and you're coming home and you're just sitting, you're like, oh, and it's like you feel miserable, but there's also like a sick part of you that's like, yeah, yeah, right, like you, oh, your, your your arms hurt and your legs are sore. Yep, it's like I kind of liked it. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You start having bruises on places, and you're like, "How did I even get that?" Like, oh, yeah. and now it's just like, "Oh yeah, it's from deadlifting." Like, why do my hips hurt? Oh, oh yeah, right. Um, love that. I love that. Okay, so so you 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 started you started out local and and kept kept flourishing and growing. Um, when did you think that you would like? What was like kind of the aha moment where you're like, "Hey, you know what? I think I could compete at like a, more of a national level." Um, I think so. Like, I would do the opens as as they went along from year to year. Kind of saw my my positioning was getting higher each time, and it was like it went from like f like fifth, fourteen thousandths in the world, and the next year like twelve thousand, and they break in to like ten thousand. I think it was the year the one that really got it for me was the year they kind of like ditched regionals mm. that year because mm. I would have actually qualified with my open score so i was looking at it as like typical i mean for it i didn't throw everything in and it didn't make it obviously and then the year i decided to all right okay i'm gonna put everything into training now this is gonna be my sole focus i would have made regionals but there's no regionals <laughs> so that was kind of the year where i was like ah oh, maybe i'm you know of a level of where i can compete on a national stage you know i can maybe you know, get up to those big competitions and then push with obviously the end goal of being of going to the games. That was yeah. kind of the I think what year what year was that they got away with regionals? Was it 
2017 or 2018? I think it would have been 18. 18? Yeah. yeah. 17, 17 I think so, yeah. Uh, I know, like, Adrian's team had went. Like, they had, uh, the Wasatch Bruce had, had regionals. Um, and Dallas, um, I think, was the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dallas. And then, and then I think it would have been the year after that. Yeah, they finished, they really, got away regionals. And I would, yeah. And I would have qualified that year, so. Yep. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, Texas, man, there's a lot there. That's a super region. There's a lot going on there, too. So that, you know, that kind of qualification. Yeah, well, that, that was back in the, yeah. Well, that was back in the, I was in the UK at that point. So oh, okay, you're still in the UK at this point. For, gotcha. Yeah. And even then, some of those, like, yeah, because I guess the UK regions are so small, there's like, you know, you've got all the European athletes to go in there kind of thing. So to be on that leaderboard and see myself, like, with, but like so like BKG and all those kind of guys. It's like, oh, you know, I can kind of be up there, I guess. And so, and then from there onwards, I was like, okay, I'm a funny story. Because remember, after that, up into my buddy, who was my training partner, Freddie, back in UK then. And I said to him, I was like, 2021, I'm going to the CrossFit Games. Mm. And he's like, I, I was like, I guarantee you, you got my word right now. And we're in the gym in like 2018. I said to him, 2021, I'll go to the CrossFit Games. Yeah, and it was funny because like, and after we we went this year and I, I called, I phoned home and I was like, dude, I was like, I told you, didn't I? I told you 2021, I was going to the Games. And now look, we're out there at the Games. That was a, that was a fun memory to look back on more so than other things because, I mean, that guy like, I got. I went through multiple training partners before that point because trying to find people I wanted to train at like six in the morning and then come back again yeah. and go again after a full day of work. Yep. Like they'll do it for like a couple of months and then it's like, oh no, I'm kind of bored and I'm done, I'm over. But I mean, Freddie stuck with me for the longest time until I moved. So we trained together for a good couple of years and he always, you know, people were like, oh yeah, you say you want to go to the games, but everyone says that kind of thing. Well, I guess he was one of the one of the only ones that actually believed that like this guy puts in a hell of a lot of work compared to others like if anyone's gonna do it it's gonna be you kind of thing so it was fun for me to just to tell him and to reflect back on that moment we had like yeah, you know, when we're standing in madison kind of thing yeah man yeah i mean to be able to look back on it and just be like listen you know this was these were uh, i want to say the the fruits of some seeds we planted years ago I think, you know, that, that level of confidence, having somebody that believes you in like that, I mean, it just, it goes such a far way. It, it's such a, it's validating, um, but it's also something where it's like a long, long paths, um, whatever it is, whether it's, yeah, I mean, frankly, whether it's your marriage, whether it's your fitness, whether it's um, any kind of self-improvement or even grief and struggle, um, having people who are alongside the battle for you that aren't, aren't like, you know, haters, uh, but are really people who it's like, no, I believe yeah. in you. And even if you fall, like you're going to fall forward. And, and when you have those, especially when you do get to, you know, feel that mountaintop experience to be able to look around and be like, Hey, you were, you were somebody who this entire way through told me I could do this. And it's like, yeah, man, yeah, that's a game changer. That's a game changer. So, so yeah, that was fun. Cause I remember, I remember, yeah, go. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Um, so in that, no, I remember. I remember phoning him. I remember phoning him and telling him the day we found out. I was like, "Like, dude, we're going to the games." She's like, "What do you mean we're going to the games?" 
like we just got a call we're going to the games and like just like just hearing it like he was like more excited than i was at the time like it was it was his his reaction was crazy and just because i knew like how much it meant to him that i was going kind of thing and like my wife was annoyed with me when when you told me my wife was legitimately she was like (laughs) why are you yelling and i'm like because i'm just like you know i'm like screaming and she's like i I don't understand. And then I like explained it to her and I was like trying to explain like how crazy of a situation it was. I'm like really from top to bottom yeah. and we're going to hit on that for sure. I definitely want to spend some time there. But like, and she was just like, Oh, that is kind of cool. Yeah. All right. All right. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> like so you, yeah. Okay. You're invested. I'm like, heck yeah, I'm invested. I want him to do well. Like this, I love this dude, man. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about CrossFit man made or man made CrossFit. Um, so that is, that is your gym name. Correct. That is the gym's name. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. CrossFit man-made. CrossFit man-made. Um, in that, um, with with your your kind folks, so all uh, four-person team, right? Two males, two females. Yep. Um, and okay, so yeah. I always like to ask this question first: Have they always worked out at man-made, or did they move in? Like, how did how did forming man-made uh, so- happen? Yeah, so Carrie, who's next to me, she owns the gym. She was her and her husband, kind of like built man-made from the ground up, kind of thing. So it was their gym from the start. So she she's the owner. So it's cool to be on the same team as the person that's you know that's run the gym since since it began, I guess. And then Sam, our other girl, she's always been in the Houston area, kind of like it was kind of always Sam and Carrie who were the two top girls in kind of like that Houston region, Houston area, no matter what, you know, what local comps they go to, all on the open leaderboards and stuff. So they kind of, you know, they always bounce back and forth, speaking about putting a team together. And then Cade, funny, funnily enough, he lives in Kingwood, which is kind of like 20 minutes from the, 20, 30 minutes from the gym. But I met Cade in a competition once in Dallas. And we were speaking, we got to speak in for a little bit. And he's like, oh, I'm from Houston. I was like, oh, I live in Houston too. And uh, I was like, we should head up one time. We'll come and train. And he came down and trained one day. And I remember after the session, I spoke to Kerry, our owner. And I was like, damn, you know what? We, we got some some good like talent in this area. And I was like, we get Kay to come here. And we get Sam. I was like, we can go to the games. Like we we got a games level team right now, and like Cade's like super new in the CrossFit. He is like okay. maybe a couple of years in because he played football before. He played football at Lamar University. Mm-hmm. Kind of think he was on like he played. He was in the uh, like the Cowboys uh, training thing for a couple of weeks. So he was a big big football guy before that kind of thing. And I guess kind of similar to me in a way, coming from that rugby background. He came from that football background, just trying to find another another avenue to go down. So we got quite a lot in common in our respect. So I knew that like we would gel real well together, me and Cade and like we knew straight away that soon we started working out together, like it was like, oh, this kind of feels right. Like, you know, we're in sync in everything we do and we move together well and we talk, you know, everything goes through and yeah, that's kind of how we kind of formed our team, Yeah, I guess. and. Yeah, so we're, you know, we're all trained at our gym now and we're all within that kind of area. And as soon as they went back to like the affiliate cup, we kind of knew at that point, we were like, oh, no, 
now we got a good shot because super teams are you know you can't be just pull anyone from anywhere yep now yep. we got a, a real a real good chance to go <laughs> oh, real quick i need to plug my laptop in before it dies so uh-oh <laughs> totally forgot to do that oh died. no <laughs> mayday <laughs> well hey and actually I, as as uh, hopefully you can hear me all right um what one of the yeah. things that that, that kind of strikes me too is it's like you know um the beginning of a team a lot of times is not not linear uh, right like it like usually it's like there's there's some previous relationships and things come together and um i guess the thing i'm wondering in that is for you guys how how often leading up to so just leading up to the west coast classic which is where you guys competed at yeah. uh, for the the sanctionals aspect um leading up to that what uh, how often were you guys training together uh we get together like three times a week three times a for week the, for the most part and then probably like four couple of weeks leading into west coast so it was quite it was quite handy that like we had the luxury of we don't all live crazy far from each other yeah so obviously like with man-made being the gym and being like the the center point of it all that's where we did most of our training so like i live maybe like five minutes from the gym carrie lives around the corner from the gym and then sam and katie wasn't too far for them to travel so like we would always get together training on a wednesday usually on a friday too and then on a saturday we'd either all come up to man-made train there or there's like sam and kate both have their own home gym so we sometimes drop there hit some sessions in or hit old boxes kind of down more towards of the center houston area mm-hmm. which is where sam used to train before she moved to like full time in her in her garage gym and we kind of drop in there a little bit a couple of times and it's fun to get to train with other gyms and other people because i mean i guess when you get to the kind of like we got to a, a good level where people wanted to train with us as well. Yeah. And that was, and I, that was fun. And that was, that was, I guess, in a way, like an honor for us, for people to want to train with us. So that was nice as well, just to be able to go and train with new people. And, you know, it was more competition as well for us because people were like, gyms would put like four people together and get a worm from somewhere so they could go head head with us. And this kind of gave us a little bit of a push as well. And a little bit of aspect, you know, and, Obviously, we we went into those workouts and we were like, "Well, oh, we're not gonna leave these people beat us either." So, yeah. but it was fun, you know, because it was it was healthy at the same time. So, yeah, nah, it was good. We you know we kind of well, it looks like it looks like, a lot. It looks like Chris got a it, so. uh, Chris got a cool little promo video here that we we must have had up. You guys had my stuff up on uh on the IG. Can we put sound on it? Uh, I can't get sound out of this, sadly. Okay. So it's still cool. It's still cool. That's all right. I can like beatbox to it, just like yeah, right. <laughs> man made, man made, man made. Unst, unst. We are man made, man made. But I mean, this is. I mean, it's a cool little promo yeah. video just up on IG, just really showing you know, kind of the the squad, the teamwork, the dream work. Um, I love that man. I love that. I always enjoy like you know like the, these like those types of grinder videos where it's like yeah, um, this is us. Uh, we're ready. Look at that worm. I know. I can't I know. imagine what I mean. Like, like with the worm, that's actually a question that I've I've thought about asking Adrian. But I mean, how do you guys? I I feel like that's got to be the most difficult implement that you guys use. 
Oh, I'm not. I've I've lost you. Yeah. Oh, there you are. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. The first time we ever touched the worm, like it beat us bad. <laughs> like it was a completely different animal, and just kind of like moving in sync and making sure the the worm stays like straight across the hallway and people, you know, because if one one person out of the four moves at a then the worm yeah so it makes the whole movement com- just completely out of rhythm and someone's taking more weight next thing you know the 100 pound section turned into 110 pound section or like you're pulling completely off sync with the person behind you or in front of you so it took us a, it took us not a while because we i guess we work quite well together as a team but it took us a fair few sessions to get it down comfortable in knowing that every time you move the worm we were all in sync together everybody i just wanted to interrupt really quick and let you know that we have just launched our third iteration of rise 45 this one we are titling monster mentality and to go along with it i actually wrote a book Uh, it is a 45 day mindset journal with prompts with challenges and with some uh pretty interesting ways to unleash the monster within Going along with this, there is a bundle that you can actually order for about $250. Um, that's going to get you 12 different items. It is a great deal, and you're going to get entered into a chance to be able to win five grand. We're going to build healthy habits. We're going to build a stronger mentality. And in that, we're going to have a lot of fun. The community is great. The group is awesome. Rise 45 Monster Mentality. Check it out ASAP. It starts September 13th. Now let's get back at it. Okay, so so you guys get this team, you get this team formed together. You got this squad. You got it's got a good strong group. Um, you got from different backgrounds, definitely some some unique backgrounds. Um, yeah. And I, did I see? Did I see there was a question? Yeah. So we just got a question. Um, Corey was just wondering. I mean, was there? You felt like there was a difference um, between like CrossFit team competition and your team competition in in rugby, and if so, like were there any crossover that you could tell? Um, I guess similar aspects of like working as a team. So, I mean, that's kind of where I felt that was one of my strong aspects within the team was even though they're two completely different sports, the aspect of the team is still the same. Like we, we all have to be on the same wavelength. We all have to be moving, you know, in unison, like rugby, same as CrossFit. If one person's off, the whole team is off. You know, if one person's attitude towards something or if someone, you know, if, if we're getting down on each other in a rugby game, or in a CrossFit setting, then the whole team doesn't perform, I guess. So that's the, the big main thing, is just that team element of things. Like, everyone needs to be on the same page. Everyone needs to be know. everyone needs to know what they're doing, when they're doing it. You know, like I said, like rugby, everyone needs to know their roles, where they're moving, what kind of like routes that we're going to be running. Same as in CrossFit, everyone needs to know kind of what rep range we're going for, how fast we're going to attack something. Because if one person's off, the whole team is off. Right. That's good. That's good. 
I mean, communication, right? Um, yeah. You talk about being being the uh, the you know because it's a good analogy. The quarterback on the field, and it's like you got you got, you do have to have like somebody who's kind of the quarterback, and, and uh, especially on a team setting of with CrossFit, right? Yeah, because uh, that's kind of like with how I like to. That that was the role I wanted to play in the team, you know, like because. I wanted to be the, the the one in the team where, same as in rugby, same as our as our games team. I wanted to be the one that, like, when things were going wrong, they would look to me for what do we do next, and that, that's kind of like going back to like the pressure thing you talked about at the beginning. That's kind of the pressure that I like. You know, I like the the people are relying on me to make the right call of what to do next. And that's kind of, you know, how I was in how I was in rugby, to how we were, on the floor of the games is like, I I like to be the person as to. When things aren't going right, they look to me for guidance and on on where to go with it. Yeah, you're the you're the one who steadies the ship. I like that. I yeah. I think that's something where it's like it's and that that's tough, man. That's a that's not a a natural thing for a lot of people to have. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's no, definitely something yeah. that people have to acquire, people have to grow into, um, sometimes, but a lot of times it's, it's almost kind of just like, listen, you don't even know it's there until push comes to shove. And then all of a sudden you just are, yeah. um, all right. So, so we got this team acquired, we build this thing. We, we're excited, right? We're like, Hey, we got a real chance to go to the CrossFit games. This is amazing. All right. Well, Hey, we got West coast classic is where we're going to compete to qualify for the games. And, and y'all go to the West coast classic and, and talk to me about, so Friday and Saturday, let's start with the first two days of the competition. What place are you guys in uh, on yeah. Friday and Saturday? So we go into West coast number two seed okay. before we even get there. So yep. we're like, no, cause our, our, our placing in quarterfinals, we were like eighth overall in North America. And obviously then teams went, to Mac, went to Granite Games, went to uh, Atlas Games, went to West Coast. So after all the splits and teams went everywhere, Invictus were one, we were two. So we went into West Coast with a big expectation and everyone had a big expectation of us to, to, to succeed and to do well. And I mean, we were, we, were, we were going to West Coast to win it, you know, at that point. You know, for me to say we weren't going there to win, would be a lie because we know we could see with our placings going leading up to it and how we leveled up against teams that were around us in quarterfinals. We were in a good position and we were in a good place to where if we perform, we can win West Coast. Mm. I mean, we were far off, but yeah. that we can speak about that later on. But like, yeah, so day, day one went by and I think we were sat in fourth after day one. Okay. So I think we, we, we got... We came. We got third or fourth in the rope climb thruster workout. Some some dubious judging may have, uh, <laughs> may, have may have may have got us a potential may, may have got us a potential second, but well, it's fine. It happens on the floor. But yep. yeah, we took fourth in that one, and then we kind of the wheels came off into in the in the workout too, and I think we took like an eighth or a ninth in the worm squat burpee. Okay, just because like do like that. The, that arena we competed in was, I guess, because outside in Vegas is so hot at that point, that time of the year, 
it was like 110 or whatever it was outside uh-huh. and it was so dry uh-huh. they bumped the inside of the place with like freezing cold ac oh yeah so like the whole time that workout like it was like three rounds 30 worm squats 30 burpees over the worm three rounds straight through so like you know you look at that video you're, you're doing 90 burpees over the worm trying yeah. to go as fast as you can and like the air in there was so dry and so cold like my mouth was just like I couldn't locate any spit from anywhere at that oh point. My. Oh my! No. And like, but like the we literally had from the time we came off the floor on workout one, I want to say maximum of 15, 20 minutes before we're back in for corral workout two. So workout one was that twenty-one fifty-nine thrusters and four four mm. three two of rope climbs. Yeah, rope climb. Right. So yep. we finished our workout with kind of that that kind of that fran. In my in my, yep. th- in my chest, yep. you know, because you've gone so fast for such a short space of time, like my chest in, I couldn't breathe, and the air in the whole arena didn't help either. So like, I I, I was the first guy, so I did rope climbs. Then Cade was the last one off the floor. He did legless, and we got off the floor. We sat down in the locker room. We looked at each other, and we're like, dude, like I don't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I feel awful. So like, we were like about to just just relax and over the speakers uh teams heat two corral in five minutes and we were like oh my god because i'm like we looked at the other teams in the in the in there and we were like whoa like we don't know how we're gonna because like i guess it hit the guys more than it hit the girls yeah in every team because all the guys were like oh whoa like this Dang. is going to be rough Dang. and I, rem- I remember being in the warm area and like my body temperature was just so high. I could not bring it down for the life of me. Like my face was burning. Like Kate couldn't breathe. <laughs> we were like, oh, this is going to be a fun one. This is going to be fun. And I remember we did that workout in practice. And we I think we finished like 10.30. So our practice time would have got us first place at West Coast. <laughs> and we went into that workout and we kind of like changed strategy a little bit. And then that on top of how we were feeling... It went nothing like it went in practice. Oh yeah, at all. We went like three minutes fast slower, maybe two minutes slower, <laughs> and like yeah, we 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 went from like a ten thirty in practice to like a twelve twelve in competition, Jeez. and we were like, whoa, what is going on? Like, and that feeling that like, was just that was it was weird. The way I felt after that workout, I felt like I I just competed all weekend. Oh wow! And realistically, oh, I just done twenty one fifteen nine of thrusters, <laughs> and I just did a, a worm squat booty workout. Like now, the, what I did wasn't on paper that taxing. Yeah. But I guess also the intensity you go at in competition is a lot higher than what you go at in training. So like that worm, that, that the thruster workout, I think I went like thirty seconds faster than what I did in training. So my intensity was that much higher. The turnaround is so much quicker. The environment which you're in, you know, obviously like we're used to Houston where it's humid all year round, it's hot, you know. So you're used to that kind of like wet air. Yeah. Whereas you're in Vegas and it was so dry the whole time, inside and out. And I think that first day really like it hit us harder than we thought we were going to. And we didn't acclimatize very well. I say acclimatize. I mean, it is kind of acclimatizing to that kind of like environment. Like we didn't adapt to it 
how yeah, we I mean, should it, have, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was something where it was like you weren't adequately you weren't adequately prepared for it, and that's that's something that's like next to impossible to be adequately prepared for, yeah. especially because that dry heat. I, I mean, like the example I use yeah. is like I, you know, I had uh, when my wife and I got married. I'm from Central Pennsylvania. I live here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, when my wife and I got married a little over seven years ago, um, I had family come out from Pennsylvania, and like there was a big number of them that got like nosebleeds. And they're like, mm-hmm. why am I, like, why is this happening? It's like, well, the air's dry. And it was like, yeah, what? And it was like, yeah, like you know, dry air is going to affect you differently than, than anything mm-hmm. else. Like it just is like you're, and, and you can be mentally prepared for it, but it doesn't change the fact that it's like, yeah, look, you have only so much in your cup. And yeah. if you pour that out, it doesn't matter how fast or slow you pour it out. It's out. And, and yeah. especially when it's like, when you got that limited amount of time between workouts, like, yo man, like, yeah, you, you kidding me? You, you, you might yeah, have just, you might have just stayed out on the floor. You probably would have been better off. If you'd stayed out on the floor, yeah. honestly. <laughs> I literally would have honest. And the worst was like, they wouldn't let us take, like you weren't allowed to have water bottles on the floor with you. So there was no point. I couldn't like wow. just reach over and grab a set of water to like quench my thirst or anything yeah so from like three to one go we came out and the whole 12 minutes like my mouth was dry i had no <laughs> no water I, my face was boiling i couldn't cool down i was like just let it be over with please <laughs> yeah dude, that was a that was a rough workout that one that one's that one shocked so that's I day guess. one just be, yeah that's day one so we're in fourth after day one okay then going into day two we start off with a 6k rock run so it's like okay. we they move it they bump the time up twice so it's supposed to run at 8 a.m i think they must see out i mean so it's outside so the heat advisory obviously you know they're not we're not gonna run 110 degrees at 8 a.m so they bump it back to 7 a.m then the night before bumped back to 6 a.m so 6k huh. run at 6 a.m rock run i mean and for for me running i thoroughly enjoy running like this it's the one thing that if it comes up no matter what distance i'm happy and I know that it's going to be, you know, it's a good event for me. Where they was, uh, so the first lap was out just with the ruck on. It was, a, I think it was, a un, oh no, it, it had a 20 pound plate in for the guys. So the 20 pound plate for the guys, 10 pound for the girls. Out for lap one. The lap was like, I think it was 1200 meters, I think, per lap. Then uh, come back in round two, you add a sandbag to the ruck. I think you had guys added. 10 pounds, oh, everyone had a 10 pound sandbag. So the guys went to 30 pounds, girls went to 20 pounds. Came back in, add another sandbag, go to 40, girls go to 30, I think. Run your loop again, come in for the last one, add a heavier sandbag. So now guys are at 50 or 60, and then girls are 10 pounds behind us, kind of thing. Uh-huh. So yeah so i mean for the, for the, the girls got the worst end of that workout for sure i'd say so yeah 100 it to be 10 pounds underneath where the guys are running with that rock on like i felt bad for them and and you had to get the whole rope the whole time too so not only do we have a rock on oh, yeah. oh no sorry that was it we didn't add sandbags we had a rock on but we had to put a sandbag on your back as well oh. so you've got a backpack a sandbag on top of the backpack and we're holding a rope as well. So, and so, it, you guys had to all be holding the rope as you were going. Is that right? Yeah. 
happens. Yeah, so everyone that's a clever way to do it too. I like that. Sandbag. Yeah, like that was cool. I didn't mind that aspect. I mean, it kind of made holding the rope and the sandbag a little tricky, but yep. <laughs> I guess I in bet. a way it wasn't too bad because the way they kind of designed the rock was you could kind of just leave the sandbag sit on the rock. Mm. So you weren't really doing it. You weren't really holding it. Whereas if you didn't have the rock on, you've got to kind of like actually physically hold the sandbag up on your, on your shoulder. You didn't have to do that with the rock. So it wasn't too bad. I mean, I, I like running. One of the, carry one of our other girls despises running so we knew that was going to be a up and down workout for us because i mean i wanted to take off a lot how did you place in that mile one? pace carry i think we took a, a we took sixth in the end of that one okay so we took sixth in that workout so i think i kind of kept us yeah, in right that there. fourth place position so yep. we, we did we, we didn't move we didn't move down at all we, and we got fourth. six workouts total is that what it was we through the well weekend now. Six total, yeah. No, no, three, four, five, seven total. Seven total. Okay. So, so now yeah, we're so we're we did, halfway we through day Saturday. two. Yep. Yeah. So we start off with the run, then we had I think we had made like an hour, hour, hour thirty break, and we had a max clean and jerk, one of max. Ooh. So like, <laughs> we did all that stuff yesterday. We just ran six k with rocks on this morning. Now it's max clean and jerk. I mean, like, I'm renowned for not. Weightlifting is one of my weakest aspects in the sport, I guess, you know? So, like, it's lucky for me that Cade is a very good weightlifter. I think he clean and jerked, like, 345, almost hit 355, you know, after all that. So, I mean, I hit 315, so I was happy with that. I mean, I wasn't pleased. I wanted to hit upwards, like, 330, but just like I remember in the warm-up area like my plan was to like power clean all the way to 315 and then squat if I had to and that was like squat clean 275 and warm-up <laughs> oh, this is this is not good that's uh this I feel not, like that's the, not, uh, yeah. the epitome of the Mike Tyson quote everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face yeah you get hit in the mouth <laughs> oh, man yeah. everybody got a plan until yeah. they get hit in the mouth was, yeah that body yeah, that body I mean fine and, I'm a power yeah yeah, but that's just it though. Is like your body, your body was just like, listen, man, I'd love to be able to do this too. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we can't, you know. And like, that's the thing. Like, I didn't feel physically beat up, but obviously, like my my CNS from this from the morning running six yeah. k in the heat, I was like, nah, maybe you are a little bit worse than you feel. And I felt that in the warm area for sure. And then the worst was you go from the warm area and then you corral for like 25, 30 minutes. So after I finished. I think I hit 300 in a warm area. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go out down. I'm just, just gonna hit 275 to open up with, but I hadn't touched the bar for like 30 minutes. So I'd gone from being tired to now being cold and tired at the same time. And that 275 clean and jerk was probably the ugliest clean and jerk thing <laughs> I've ever made in my life. I was like, oh, and I could see like our fan area was kind of like right in front of us. And they were like, ooh, whoa, that's not good. <laughs> I remember, like, I kind of got that one out the way, hit the next one, like, 305. I was like, okay, we're back in the game. Now we're fine. I found my legs again a little bit. I was like, you're going to have to squat clean it. You can't power clean this one. You're going to have to squat it. So kind of just came to terms of the fact that I was squat clean 305 and came out of that one, no problem. Hit 305, hit 315 to finish off with kind of thing. So, but, yeah, I, we, I think the guys, we placed, I think we placed, like, 10th in that one just because my lift wasn't very yeah. high. And then 
the girls placed, I want to say, seventh or eighth in the It was two scored events. Gotcha. So I was 100 points, the girls was 100 points. Gotcha, so gotcha. I think Carrie, she clean and jerked 225, 230. I think Sam hit north of 200, whatever. So it was above 200. So no, they put up decent numbers. Yeah. So they, they kind of took that like seventh, eighth. Again, also that with our 10th did move us up, did move us down. So we finished that event. We're still in, I think oh, we, were in, we were in a joint. We were in a three-way for fifth at that point. So yeah, like, you're you know, within had, striking distance. Anywhere. And how many teams are going to, how yeah, many teams we made it? Five. Five. So okay, we were so, still in qualifying. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, so you're like, okay, we and we yeah, just so made it still, through yeah. two workouts that ultimately for us, you know, really weren't our cup of tea, Um, you know, between. Yeah. Like we, we work out we, number we, two yeah. and then work out four. It sounds like it's like, hey, listen, these. I would love for them to be uh, do a little bit better. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but we're, I mean, we're, yeah. we knew that. Yeah, we knew clean jerk was for me damage limitation. Just trying to get as much on the board as you can. Just try and give us kid as much weight as as I possibly could have. Yeah, and I was to come out of that middle of the pack. It's not bad to me. Not I mean, bad. That's always kind of my goal. Weight lift, weightlifting is be middle of the pack and then be top everything else. I Love think it. so. That's kind of always where I am, roughly. So yeah, we hadn't moved. We were kind of in that three-way split for fifth at that point. So we hadn't gone up. We hadn't gone down. Yeah. We've got so, three. Oh, we've got five. Sorry. Yeah. Three of Saturday. Five yep. overall. Yep. Uh, started off. So male, uh, male, male pair go do the whole thing. Female, female pair go through the whole thing. So started off with, I want to say, an eighty-foot torque tank push. You see those new, oh, yeah. the new sleds they, yep. they got up. So the torque tank, I push it down, I push it back. Kate pushes it down, pushes it back. Um, so even at that point, so me and Kate are above average at pushing odd objects like that kind of thing. Yep. I guess that comes back to our background in rugby and football. So yep. yeah, we take off and you look, it's funny, you look, at the, you look at the video on the live stream and like I start off with the torques on first and... Like I'm making the turn and a half way before like guys had even caught the way down kind of thing. So we we were like we got a nice little lead coming off that talk to start with because I came back and then Kate ripped through his as well. So you come off the tank and then it goes into 60, 60 chest to bar. Was it was it sixty chest? Either sixty or eighty chest to bar. One partner's hanging whilst one partner works. Oh yeah. So, you kind of get a little bit of a rest, but not a complete rest, you know? Yep. So we had that, so that was a lot of, again, talking back and forth, make sure we had the right strategy that we weren't going too big on the chest of bar because you're also someone's hanging as well. So, you know, we had to kind of get the right, right game plan for that. So it was it in the bar, straight into 60 toaster bar, same thing, one working, one hanging. So that's complete. And then you have to go through, I think it was 80 single arm overhead squats with a 80 pound dumbbell. Ooh, so, yeah. I mean, that got a little, that got a little nasty after yeah, a while. Spicy, I yeah. Mean, that's a lot so, of weight too. So 80, a 80 is a lot, man. Yeah. That, that 80 pound overhead got a little wobbly sometimes. I mean, and just kind of a little shoulder fatigue, a little grip fatigue from the toaster bar, kind of made holding that, that dumbbell a little, a little harder than it was. I remember Cade was like, Cade's super good at anything overhead, single arm. He stacks in real well. So 
He's like, dude, just he move, move the dumbbell for me to the start spot, and I'm picking up, and I'm just going to go for as much as I can. So I think he ripped out like 30 off the rip straight away. Oh, wow. He did 10, walked forward, did 10, walked forward, did 10, walked forward. I jumped in for like a set of 10, moved it forward. He did like another 20, and I would do oh, like wow. another. So he just took the majority of that dumbbell. I was like, dude, if you, for you, if, if you're going to move this thing efficiently and faster than I am, then hold on to it. Like, if you need me, I'll be here to help out. But you know, if you can go, then go. Yeah. So I remember we finished that section, and I think we were like second with the Invictus, second or third with the Ohio Brutes as well. Then the girls came behind us, and they kind of just chunked through a hell of a lot of work so fast. I mean, they caught up with the Invictus girls, did the same thing, and when they finished, I think we took third overall in that event. Nice. So. We, yeah, we went then from that tie for fifth back into like fourth overall mm-hmm. after day two, I think. So, yeah. so we're going into Saturday, still uh, going into Sunday, still in a games qualifying spot, sitting nicely. We had a, about a, I think we had about a 16 point buffer off sixth place okay. and around a five off, off fifth. So, I mean, and with two workouts six, left, six, it was, it was, yeah. Two or two to go, so there's still 200 points left to yeah. go either way, you know. So, but yeah, so, yeah, we, I mean, we so were, there's there's a lot of we movement were, that can we happen, close. but it but was you close also, way. yeah, but you felt like it's like okay, we just now we just got to take care of business. Now all we got to do is yeah, just stay, just, stay, stay the course, right? Um, so last two yeah. workouts, tell me, tell me about the the second to last workout. Yeah, so workout six, first one on Sunday, uh, starts off male female pair. First pair does, male does 30 cows on the echo bike. Female does 20 cows on the echo bike or 25. You move forward, do 21 partner deadlifts. Uh, I think it was like 435, something something like that. So it was a heavy deadlift bar. Yeah. Do deadlifts, they come back, do the echo bike calories, move forward, do, oh no, sorry, it wasn't 21. It was, so 45 total reps. So they did the calories on the machine, did 15 deadlifts, came yeah. back, did the 30 slash 20 calories on the machine, did 15 deadlifts, came back, 30 slash 20 calories on the machine, went back and finished with 15 deadlifts, and then went through. Then partner two came behind, which was me and Kerry, Then we did 90 cal- ninety slash 60 calories on the bike, uh. and then 45 deadlifts straight through. Uh. So it's the same rep scheme, but... They split it up into three rounds in the beginning. We went all the way through, kind of thing. Oh, that's ah. disgusting. That's gross. That was, yeah, because they, they asked me before, like, which one do you want to do? I was like, I would rather be on the bike to 90 calories yeah. and then just chip through 45 deadlifts than have to go get off the bike, do deadlifts, and then get back on it. That was the worst thing for me. I, like, I want to be on that bike, and I want to get off and be done with it. I don't want to be done to it. So, yep. yeah. So I just sat on and I cranked out that 90 calories on the echo bike. I was like, dude, I, I don't know where I found a new surge of life from, but like I was holding <laughs> like 75 RPM on the Echo Bike. Oh, yeah. 90 calories. Blitzed through that thing, came off that, and then deadlifts are one of my stronger sides. So we knew so you're that a good if we came off the bike. Yeah, I, I, I have a, a decent I have a decent deadlift. So, yep. I mean, I don't mind deadlifts for, for reps, for weight. I mean, I like deadlifting, so yeah. I knew if we got off the, if we were like compared to the other teams, we're, we're a relatively small team mm-hmm. in terms of like 
height and just like general body mass. Yep. Like I mean, what I was way out way like one eighty five compared to some of those guys are like two twenty, ramping through those bike and the deadlifts kind of thing. We were like, if we knew if we could get off the bike, me and Kerry together, you know, within the top five, we got a good chance of finishing top three of the workout just because okay. we're quite good at deadlifting kind of thing so yeah so we get off then we we start to chip through our 50 our 45 deadlifts move forward every 15 reps we did eight seven first set moved it forward we did five 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 moved it forward and at that point we were like fourth i think at this point now mm. so we'd pass one team we went up into fourth just kind of just a little bit of cut rest behind the Invictus team. Yep. We did five and they were like two reps ahead of us. They did five of us, saw them drop. Then we did four. We did four, drop, broke. Cause at that point, like my hamstrings were lit up. Just like my hamstrings Absolutely. were just completely on fire. Cause like all, all proper form at that point goes out the window. <laughs> You're just trying to move that bar as fast as you can and just you know, just to get, get done and get over the line. And yeah. so we had like six reps left. So Invictus moved to their last block of five, a little ahead of us. We did three. No, we did two. They did one and dropped. So I was like, here's our chance. We need to go out now. And I remember we pulled for two more. We're about to go for five. I'm like, we need to break. Like, cause if I go for this fifth rep, I'm going to fail. There's no way. So like, and I knew like if I'd gone for that and failed that rep, then Invictus would have come, did their rep and got ahead of us. Yeah. So I was shouting to Kerry, like, break, break, break. And then we need break now. Literally, because we just dropped the body back down, reset and went again. Yep. So pulled that one last one rep and then we got over the line before, before Invictus. Oh, nice. Took third place overall in our workout kind of thing. Yeah. So now we've gone from fourth overall on the standings to we're going into the last workout in third. Nice. So, so, so what happened? Up to third at this point. <laughs> so, so now, yeah, now right. is where so the plot thickens. This is right? where it gets interesting. Yeah, this is this yeah. is where you know, for those of you who who are are sticking around with us, this is where to me where like the craziness really does happen because this is like from here ultimately through the CrossFit Games is like this giant whirlwind that you got caught up in, um, where yeah. you know not in a, a quote unquote controversial way on you guys' end, but it just was nuts. Um, so we're going into the last mm -hmm. workout. You are in third place, uh, probably, you know, like a, no, no small gap, but a small enough gap where it's still like, okay, we got to take care of business and what happens? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, so we're in the, we're in the warm barrier and like, uh, just known by everyone, like we're support, we're, we're very good at handstand pushups mm -hmm. and that's one of the movements across all of us where we're known to be good for. So we knew the 120 handstand push-ups and the 80 foot worm lunge, we were like, this workout's ours for the taking. Like we, we, we can go out and we can win this workout. So we've gone from like all weekend, stay in the top five, stay in the top five, stay in the top five. Then we're in Corral, we see the leaderboard, we're in third. Now we're like, we stay on the podium. Like we're not coming off the podium. Our goal is to push for second. We're not, no, no, no lower than third. So we get on that workout and we just start, we get in, we're cranking out and we think we're moving fast. And then next thing we know, we lock up, one team goes, two team goes, three, four, five, six, seven. And like, before you know it, we were one of the last teams 
still on the wall doing handstand push-ups. And like all these teams are going and we're like, me and Kay look at each other and we're like, oh no, like what's what's happened? And like we get done and we're like, I think we were the ninth team off the wall in a workout which everyone thought we were going to win. We're the ninth team off the wall. We sprint to the worm, pick it up to start lunging. I mean, we started making up ground on teams ahead of us, but it just wasn't far enough. Like the lunge distance wasn't far enough for us to pass teams. So yeah, if we really close distance, I mean, distance, I say, right? we go into the yeah, are we going to that workout? We're gonna win it. I think we take eleventh place. Like the worst finish of the weekend in a workout which should have been our best finish, and so like the spread from eleventh to sixth was I think seven seconds. That's how oh, fast our workout was in, in just in general. Yeah. So, and then <laughs> we crossed the line. I don't know why. Just I kind of like part of me knew as soon as we finished. I'm like, we just threw this all away. Oh, I said to Kate, "It's like we have we haven't made it." Because I saw every team around us, and like, Carrie's like, we're, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. I'm like, we didn't make it. She's like, how do you know? Like, how how do you know? You you can't tell yet. And I like, obviously, I didn't know mathematically. I did know at that point, but there's just something in me when we finished our workout and we crossed the line. I was like, we just threw it all away. And like, we're standing there, and obviously, when you're the last heat on the floor. They don't tell you where you finish. They make you stand there the whole time until oh, your names yeah. get announced. And like we look up on the big screen, and like the top ten are on there. And we're like, "Oh no, we don't see our name. Like something must be wrong. We gotta be. We gotta be there. We gotta be there." And we weren't. Like we weren't even in the top ten. And like everyone's freaking out, asking our coach, "Like, did we make it? You know, are we gonna be okay?" And he's like, "I don't know. I don't know." Like trying to stress out, do the maths in his head and. I don't know why at that point, kind of like, like I said, I part of me knew that we didn't make it. Yeah. And like, what do you think happened with the, the handstand push-ups? What happened there? We, everyone, it's as stupid as it sounds. Everyone just went faster. Like we oh, wow. beat our okay. time by oh, yeah, thirty-five that's... seconds. I mean, that, I feel we, like we that's a very legitimate thing seconds. to say in CrossFit. Like, yeah. like sometimes that just happens. Yeah. Like, you know, because our time we hit in training, we went 30 seconds faster than that on the floor. So for us, we performed our workout to a T. Yeah. We went faster than how we did it before. We executed it perfectly. It was just every other team went faster than we did. And we were like, oh, my God, wow. I guess we look back at the video and, like, a lot of the other teams were doing strict hand push-ups instead of kipping. There's a faster cycle rate, faster yep. cycle time on that, but but that was it. Everyone's like, "What happened?" I'm like, "Everyone just went faster than us. Like we yeah. didn't execute anything wrong. Yeah, everyone just beat us. Yeah, you know. So yeah, we're standing there on the floor, and they, you know, at that point we kind of knew, but like they won't tell you anything. So they were like, "Oh, first place in Victor, second place in Victor's, and it comes down third, fourth, and. You know, I knew at that point that we didn't get that fifth place spot because, like, the main TV camera was not pointing at us. Oh, yeah. It was pointing at the other team. 
And like, there's nothing more, like, that feeling in me, I was like, it was as if like all the work we put in all weekend, like we didn't move outside of a qualifying spot all weekend. Yeah. And that's why I guess everyone was kind of like so shocked and taken back that we'd gone from third, we'd gone from qualifying for the games all weekend to now we're in sixth, we didn't make it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and like, I guess now the, I was, don't get me wrong, like it was deflating the whole feeling. Like I didn't know how to feel at the time. Like everyone's like, were you upset? Were you angry? I was like, I don't know. Like I just didn't know how to feel yeah, you're shocked. in that in that moment. Like I've experienced losing, like I said, like my position in rugby, like I've lost I've lost us personally lost us the game by like not making a kick last last play of the game. If I made it, we win. If I don't make it, we lose. Yeah. So I'm you know, I I've experienced the last minute heartbreak before. Mm-hmm. But it was it was different. Like because rugby is so up and down all game, like, you know, we it wasn't like we had it all game and then threw it away. Yeah. Like, we had this, we had West Coast from the minute we got there. Like, you know, we were the second seed going into it, so people expect us to qualify. We're in the top five for the first set, six events. People are expecting us to qualify. And then after that seventh one, it's like, you're on cloud nine, bang, get off it. It's like... Everything you feel like you've put your whole life into, it's like gone. And I mean, like, I'd be lying if I said, if I, obviously, I'd be lying if I said I was happy for the other teams to qualify because I wanted it. I wanted to qualify, you know, so I'm not, yeah, I mean, so like the last thing, I just wanted to get out of the arena. Like, I didn't want to be there. And that's not me being, you know, a bad competitor or anything, but like, at the end of the day, like you had what I wanted, like yeah. you qualify, you you qualify for the games. That's what I went there for. That's yeah. what I put the whole last twelve months of my life in there for. Yeah, and we didn't get it, so I just I wanted to get out of that environment. I remember walking out like past my coach and all our all our family and friends that came to watch us. I like I didn't speak to anyone for a while. I was like, I just need to like be alone. Just leave me, be me, and like I'll come back around to it at some point. But like in this moment, like I, I, I'm the kind of person I hate the. Oh, it's gonna be okay. You did so good. Like I, yeah. I, I, in that moment, I didn't need to hear that. Yeah, I was like, I just need to be by myself. And like, you need to kind grieve. Of walked out. You gotta yeah. grieve, man. Like yeah. it's grief. It really is. It's grief. Yeah, uh, it, it's a uh, you know yeah, like. like Sometimes we, we assume that, like, you know, grief is this, uh, what's the word I want to use? Like, it, it has to be the death of, of, a, of an individual. Um, but sometimes it's the death of, yeah. a, of a goal or death of a dream or death of a, an emotion. Yeah. Um, you know, that's something got yeah. in it. And because it's something where it's like, you know, on your end, there, there, has, to be, there has to be this, like, self-loathing that gets attached to it then. You know, where it's like, I'm sure, like, at some point, like, you're kind of looking around, you're like, we blew this. And, and that yeah. changes it. it because then it's not, because then it's not like, Hey, you know what? We lost to people who were just flat out better than us. Um, but in that moment, like you've yeah. got to just be like, you know what? We lost to people who were better than us, but it was our fault. Yeah. Like we dropped, like yeah. we and dropped that was, it. That, and that was the hardest pill to swallow. Oh my gosh. That was yeah, the it, hardest thing for me to, to, to comprehend. 
I remember, I remember, and this is just like a little parallel, but it's like I remember in high school, um, at, at in my high school, in my senior year, we lost to a football team that we were a lot better than. Um, I, I went to a small school yeah. in central Pennsylvania, Huntington, Pennsylvania, played at high school, Belfont, Pennsylvania. These kids were not as good as what we were. Um, and it was fourth and two, and our quarterback was scrambling all over the place, and we were down by three points at this point. And he throws this loft ball like he's just – hoping for a prayer throws this ball and it's i am the only person standing there and i dropped it and i dropped it i'd never dropped a pass in my entire career and i dropped that pass because all i was thinking about is i'm gonna turn around and i'm gonna walk into the end zone and we're gonna win this darn game and we didn't and i remember like i couldn't i I mean i hated everyone and no one more no one more than myself right and, yeah. and, and so, yeah, it is, I mean, it, like, and going back to like kind of the using the parallel with grief, but it's like when somebody, you know, like rubs you on the shoulders and says like, Hey, it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, like the last thing you want to yeah. hear is that like, yeah, like that doesn't help. It is. You know, cause like for me, like for me that everyone says that it wasn't the case, but I know it wasn't, but in that moment, I'm like, I felt that us as a team, like we let everyone else down also. Oh yeah. Like people that like pay the people that paid to come and watch us in vegas you know everyone took their own time off work and paid the money to come watch us all our family and friends back in the gym back home that's given us money to go there that watched us all weekend you know like we saw all the pictures they were sending out so they've all had us like support t-shirts on yeah and i'm like like for me like playing rugby as well like i pl- obviously we played to win but we we played to please the fans and like for me it was like all these people invested this much money and time into us and we didn't achieve the goal which we went in to achieve and i think that was the harder part for me personally was that i felt that i'd let other people down like i can get over my i can get over my own failure that's not an issue to me but i hated the fact that everyone like showed us so much support from the minute we we set out this this goal of of going to the games, like everyone from from the minute we announced that we were going team, like was just constant support. And I'm like, and I felt like I we dragged them along all weekend too. <laughs> like they were they were just as much there as we were, and like, yeah, I mean, grief to, doesn't to allow you against that. I yeah. know they were too. Yep, and grief doesn't allow and you. That to was think hard for me to yeah, right. Yeah. And that um, was hard for me to so, swallow also. So that's not the end of our story, though. No, not yet. <laughs> um, so so you you go back to Houston? Yeah. Um, what Then what? So we go back, obviously. We're all a little bit deflated now. Kind of don't know what to do with ourselves because we weren't ready for the season to be over. You know, we 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 had we had this plan of how we're gonna come back, take a week, and then get straight back to it with the team. And then obviously we did. We had that upset at West Coast, and we were kind of like we didn't know what to do. You know, so and like in the normal, in I guess in everyone's aspect, we just went out and started enjoying ourselves. I guess like going to the games was no longer the 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 main focus because we didn't qualify yeah so 
It was just going to have fun, do class wads, go out and drink on the weekends, eat whatever you want, <laughs> kind of just relax and have fun. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I was, I was bitter about it for, but to this day, I'm still, I'm still a bitter about it. But like, <laughs> it took me, it took me, it took me a couple of weeks to, to like, emotionally get over the fact that we weren't going. You know, so yeah, we were out and we would go party and we'd go to the clubs and the bars and we'd drink and we'd eat like rubbish because we had nothing to train for at that time. Yeah. So, you know, we, we we did what everyone rightly would do. So, you know, that was our focus. We didn't teach the team for a couple of weeks because I guess everyone just wanted their own time and took their yeah. own kind of path. That's a lot away, of time man. to spend with people, man. That's I a lot of time to spend with somebody. That's a yeah. lot of time, and then to, and then to, you know feel. I felt like yeah, yeah. You know, like, hey, I yeah, want to hang out with my wife more than you guys. So many days a week, and you go from it being your everything to your nothing, and it's like, oh, kind of like I don't know what to do. Yep. And but then a couple of weeks, and maybe three three weeks in, and I remember I was sitting in work then that day, and we had our group text, and uh, with the four of us in there. Initially, it was like 2021 CrossFit Games changed the name to 2022 CrossFit Games. And next minute, Kerry, the owner, so like she was the team captain, she sends a text message, guys, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my, and like repeatedly, just, just blowing up my phone. Like, oh my God. And we, 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 need, we need to talk right now. Like, we, we need to call. Like, so if we get on a four-way FaceTime, she's like, you'll never guess what. We're like, what like why are you ringing me i'm at work yeah that's fine and like she's like i just got off the phone with crossfit uh they asked us if we if we extended an invite to you would you guys accept it we were like of course but let's go but what and why <laughs> yeah and we were like literally we were like but that's all they said like they so they called us on a monday and they wouldn't tell us anything so they didn't tell us why why were we gonna get an invite? What as far, what team it was. We were like, dude, like give us something. Yeah. So that was that. So we were like, we need to ring this guy every day until he gives us an answer. So we bring him back Tuesday. We were like, look, we need to know something because we were like, what are the probabilities that I can't tell you if you're gonna get an invite or not? But I would go on as if you are i'm like wow. dude just tell me like you can't do you, you you can't keep doing this to me because like I'm, and then he got to the point where we were like we're gonna try and work this against this guy we're like tell him like people need to take time off work people need to book flights hotels we're like all true give things him, give him an all. all true things okay, right like, yeah. yeah literally literally it's not i'm making I'm, like, the games are in 14 days yeah like i'm not making this up and like to tell him you know all this stuff so Wednesday, we, we get an email from CrossFit. Still no, but we get an email from from Noble. It's like we need you to uh, fill out this form with all your Noble sizes in all your shorts, shoes, t-shirts, everything. Because in case you get an invite, we need oh. to be ready to make sure your clothes are ready. I'm like, dude, come on, are you kidding me at this point? <laughs> so like we've been told we may get an invite. Now you're sending us our clothes sizes. But you ain't tell us anything. So like we'd gone ahead and like we'd booked flights just in case. Yeah. You know, we're booking flights for like 
12 days out at this point. You know, flights aren't cheap. We pay like 800 bucks each for a flight yeah. at this point. Yeah. And then he calls us on Thursday. We call Kerry Thursday. Then she blows the phone up again. And I kind of like, at that point, we were like, okay, it's the same reaction as before. <laughs> like, what's going on? She's like, he called me. We're going to the games. <laughs> yeah, like, baby. It was, there you go. And it, was, and it was like, it was in that moment, like, because like that four days leading up to that was so stressful because it was like, are we going to the games? Like, yeah. we need to start training again. Like, we, 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 we've been drinking for the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it, and like, and, and not knowing either, like when, when we got that phone call Thursday, it was just like, just so much relief just left me. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Like, thank God we got that call. And then we were like, we're 12 days out. The game start in 12 days. Oh. And we just got our invite. <laughs> it was like, Time oh go my work. God. So like, then we're panicking. It's like panic training, panic fundraising. Like, you know, and everyone in our gym and the community and everything, like, they, it was unbelievable the turnout. Uh, we got from him in the short period of time we did we raised like 7k in like 12 days oh, wow. like people were just like so generous towards us and like people were, were just so i guess so happy that we got it and obviously yeah, we got it from yeah. one, one team failing a drug test that's why we got on invite i mean you got to put it out there because for me they took that away from us, which we which we earned at West Coast. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like we earned to, to, we earned to have this feeling on the floor there, which we didn't get to experience because of that. Yeah, and yeah. Okay, so I mean, I I don't hold it against the guy. I don't hate the guy or nothing. But you took away what was rightly ours. Mm -hmm. So for that, I mean, you sit in a you sit with me in a certain way, like. But I mean, it was just like, it was like fine, right? We got twelve days. Got to get ready for the CrossFit Games. And I think we must have. I think we trained together every day, leading up to it. Like we saw each other every single day. And like it was a case of like the first couple of days, right? We need to get on a machine every day. We need to sweat out everything we put in our body right now because we were just full of alcohol, pizza, burgers. Like, <laughs> the last three from the last three weeks, nothing good was in my body. So. It was like, oh, here we go. So we just slammed on training for for that 12 days. And yeah, and it was just kind of knowing that we had that dream again to go yeah. after. Yeah. Kind of like just give give us all a new boost and a new surge. Because I remember I was, getting, I was in the gym those three weeks after it. And I was kind of like, oh, do I want to be in here? I don't know. For... And then like we got that call, we got we got to the gym Thursday, and as if like everything had changed. Yep. Like I had this whole new buzz about being about training again, and, and like yeah, that was a that was a, an in, intense twelve days to be sure. <laughs> and then like me and Kate are swimming every day because we're both terrible swimmers. We know yep. about one of the games gonna be a swim. You know it's coming. Yep. It's like so we're trying to get as, you know, we're, we're in the pool every day. We're out water swimming twice a week. So like we're just trying to get as much in as we can before we get before we get to the game. So yeah, that was that was a 
an intense system at least. But I mean, getting to the games then was like that kind of like it was the whole experience of the games is something I like. It's 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 hard to explain, but it's it's like a whole new world. If when it, and I guess like Adrian can probably say the same thing. If I'm competing in the games so many years, like when you're an athlete at the games, the whole experience is just so much different. It's like the way you're treated by the staff there is as if like you're it's yours. you're like a king and a god. It's, it's crazy. You know, so like we get there on the Tuesday. First of all, we all got to pass COVID tests to yep. get there. So yep. we were like, oh, God, well, we get we get our pass. Now we fail a COVID test, something stupid like that. Can you imagine? That's the thing that keeps out of the games. We have a failed test. So luckily we passed that one to start with. So we get past that test. And then we get to go in. And ultimately, probably, and I guess the majority of people can say is some of the most exciting part of the weekend, getting everything from Noble. On what? Tuesday. What? Like... Hey, go ahead and let's yeah, talk about that I, for a quick minute. Look, we are, we are running low on time, and we got to talk about how much stuff did you get out of Noble? Because I, like I, I'm Adrian. I feel like Adrian's still walking in with a new pair of Nobles every time I see him. Like I keep thinking, I'm like, listen, you're gonna leave them sitting somewhere, and they're gonna be gone, buddy. Like the next time I go over to Adrian's house for a barbecue, I'm I'm leaving with 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 new shoes on, yeah, <laughs> or or at least a black like, eye, one yeah, or the I, other one. <laughs> yeah, I have enough to last me the whole year, that's for sure. Like, if you walk in there, you've all got your own individual lockers, and, like, you're opening ceremonies, hanging on the wall, you see all the shoes, and you've got a backpack. Oh, my God, this is pretty cool. So we're trying some stuff on. Next thing you know, they come up with two two more duffel bags each. Dang. And these things, and I'm not lying, they are packed full. Like, we had two pairs of trainers, two runners, trail shoes, like, lifters slides i think i came up with like eight pairs of shorts eight t-shirts eight tanks like two pairs of joggers hoodies jumpers long sleeves sweatbands socks i was like wow like there we have three bags each so <laughs> like, awesome it was unbelievable the amount of stuff we got and i was like because like yeah it's great and obviously you go to compete in the games but mm -hmm. everyone like wants to experience that too didn't they they want to go there and go through the whole kit collection day and see how much stuff you actually get as a games athlete. Because I've seen pictures before now of people with their latest stuff out on the bed and things. And I was like, oh my God, this is unbelievable how much stuff we got given right now. I love that so much. Yeah, that was wild. But yeah, and then just everything from there onwards, like the whole games experience like was was like nothing I've ever done before. Just like the whole, I mean, I guess that's why the fitness 40 men, women and teams make it there because the, the, the level and intensity of those workouts are like nothing I've ever done before. I believe it. Like, yeah, it unlocks like, something like We got through you, West Coast and literally, like we got through West Coast and West Coast was tough, but like apart from just the, 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 the climate environment, I didn't feel physically too beat up. But after day one of the games, I was like, wow. Like, that push to the teams was the heaviest thing I've ever tried to move. Yep. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was like 1,100-pound push and a 1,200-pound drag. <laughs> Mixed that with bar muscle-ups and, and D-ball holes. 
and like just the whole way they program things like you know there's there's never a, any resting like you right. one partner's doing something whilst another partner's doing something else so you can't get away from man. anything Astro is a savage. He, he is but like, savage, savage genius. Yeah, he's he's got it. Those workouts out. were were great, but yeah, yeah that, I mean, and I, I think that is something that's like that weekend. Say that again. We learned so much throughout that weekend of being there. Yeah, like yeah, we okay, we didn't place as high as we would like, but obviously circumstances going into it, a lot you know didn't allow that to happen. But yep. I mean, you literally like, had a pepperoni fall out of your teeth with... midway through the workout, the first workout. So yeah, literally, like some of y'all were sweating like beer, right? Sweating alcohol for the first <laughs> day. Yeah. Well, okay, so so but like we, you know, part we, was... we got a few minutes left here. Um, we got yeah. we, we're and uh, I know Chris has a question that he likes to ask. Chris, what what question do you got for him? Yeah, I mean, I, well, first of all, I do feel like I mean we're, we're gonna we're going to have to do this again, even if it's uh, like another 30 minute session when you're here yeah. this weekend, like yeah, that's we'll actually just, a really cool we idea. can just bring you into the studio here and do something really quick to, yeah, to talk about the games. Yeah. Um, Cause we just got to the so games, yeah, right? We just got to the games. Yeah. Um, this has been a yeah, great conversation, so but outside of CrossFit, outside of your job and everything else, um, is, is there something that you, that you just love nerding out on that you just geek out on? If it's not sport related, big Call of Duty guy. Oh, oh okay. Oh, Nicholas would love that. Oh, now, I'm not very, I'm not very good, mine. I'm not very good, but I can I can sit there for a good couple of hours playing Call of Duty with the boys. Oh, that's great. Year. Nice. That's awesome. Kinda, yeah, it's good fun. So, do you always buy the that. new one when yeah. it come out? Like, are you and, and what's the system? Oh, every all the time, dude. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm the guy that wants to will buy the best guns, and hopefully, I'm better. <laughs> what's what what system yeah. you play you xbox or p or playstation or computer xbox i'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an xbox guy xbox guy yeah awesome on the xbox. I, I i never got into the first person shooting games outside of goldeneye oh yeah goldeneye. Yeah, yeah you know like yeah. i played goldeneye like crazy but yep. then like once it got into more i i played it's funny they actually had call of duty modern warfare 2 on the wii <laughs> What? And I love that because you oh, like really? you got to like point yeah. and shoot with yeah. the with the Wiimotes. Um, but I never really got into mm -hmm. it with the double joystick with PlayStation and stuff. But I love that. I love that there's there's something like God. that. Yeah. I feel like everybody needs something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Listen. Try try playing with them things on. Oh yeah. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. I like yeah, I've I own I own one of the newer Call of Duties, but it was because my son bought it for himself. And then like played it for like two weeks, and then yeah. was just like I'm over it. So like I I, pl I started playing the yeah. story mode right before uh, before my our, our our two year old was born, and then of course then he was born, and then you know uh, my my time <laughs> went away. Um, I don't get to play video games. <laughs> Game time, yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, so the final question I want to ask you, ma'am, um, before we part here, is how do you want to be remembered? Uh, I guess for me, it's kind of like being a leader amongst a team, someone that people can love not only in a team setting, but I guess from like the younger generation below me, like the little kids in the gym can like look up to me as mm. somewhat of a role model and, and be like one day, yeah, we want to be like James or like, you know, we can go out in the, in the car park and play football and throw a ball on together and just someone that 
they can look up to and be a, a bigger role model kind of in that kind of sporting setting, someone that's probably closer around their ages than parents or whatnot, someone that they see on a day-to-day basis and kind of like that leader and a role model for my team and Jim and people like my younger generation below me. Awesome. I mean, you definitely it fits the bill, my man. It really does. You, you got that type of attitude where it's like you are, you're absolutely somebody where when you say something, it's very clear. It's what you mean. Um, intentionality is a very valuable thing. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's also something I think in today's day and age is very hard to come by. So um, I appreciate that. I think you are that kind of guy. You're the right kind of guy, man. Um, genuinely appreciate you taking the time with us, hanging out. Um, all those who uh, stuck Thanks around and me on you. <laughs> oh, you're hundred percent welcome. You're hundred percent welcome. We'll definitely have to do this again. Um, and obviously we get to see you this weekend. Yeah. I get to hang out with you this weekend. So yeah, well, everybody else, you know, <laughs> uh, we'll get to suffer together a little bit. Uh, you know, get to have a good little time. Yeah. I, I, I will say that, uh, you know, your, uh, your CrossFit games experience, um, See, while you were training for the CrossFit Games, I was eating pizza and beer, and <laughs> drinking beer, and tacos, and taking and naps. So was I, for most part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My excuse is, uh, is a little bit more round than yours was. So, you know, um, we'll have a good time. We're going we're gonna to enjoy it. And I, I really do appreciate your time. Chris, what, what you got for us? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to see you and to, to get you in the studio, to, yeah. get, you, to get you under our, uh, our yeah. fun little lights here and... and have if yeah, nothing else fun, a nice cool to see that yeah uh, a cool half hour yeah. you know talk with you and just figure some things out there and hear more about the games yeah absolutely yeah absolutely all right well hey 100%. with that james it was a pleasure we will see you soon everybody out there thank you guys so much for tuning in um one of the things that we are doing with the podcast whether you are on facebook whether you're on youtube with the podcast in particular uh, whether it is Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts, one thing we ask is that you rate and review us. Every well, The first 100 people who rate and review are entered in to have a chance to win a $300 bundle. We're going to do a little raffle for the first 100 people. Uh, so, And that is a bundle that you get to choose. So you could choose seven tubs of vanilla milkshake whey protein. That is yours. <laughs> that is not a problem. Um, as long as I got it in stock, I got you. Uh, but rate, review, Give us a, a thumbs up, whatever whatever you so desire. Talk about how handsome I am. Talk about how clever and witty Chris is or just how great of a guest that James was. But thank you guys so much, and we will see you next week.